We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Wirroni is created. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Wirroni was taken from the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to On Air on Waroni Radio. Um, I'm your host, Kate Armstrong, and I'm really excited to have you all with us today for our very first episode. So to explain a bit about the show, it's essentially a radio play, but there's a bit of a twist. Each week, we'll be using AI software to generate a radio play script based on a few key criteria, a sentence prompt or a script that it needs to continue um, we also, uh, from that script, I'll make my own additions. I'll alter it. I'll change it. I'll ad add prompts. I'll make it write a bit more. And we will have a few guest actors in to read the script blind. So they'll be responding real time from the script and its dialogue. Their reactions are authentic. They're real. They're true to the script itself to hopefully make it a bit more fun. At the end of the performance, we'll be discussing which bits they thought were generated by AI and which were my poor writing skills. So to start today's show, I'd like to introduce the guests for today. They are Sarah, uh, Finn and Fergus. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hello, it's so good Thank to you be for having here. <laughs> so, um, to start us off, can you guys tell me a bit about yourselves? Why you're here? If you've ever done anything like this before? If this is entirely new and your housemate roped you into recording the first episode, etc. <laughs> That's a very pointed comment. <laughs> um, yeah, my name's Fergus. Um, I've never done anything like this before because my housemate has never roped me into something like this before. Beautiful. It's a, a good change. <laughs> very excited though. Wonderful. I'm Finn. I've been similarly roped in. Um, and we'll see <laughs> how right. it goes. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I've been roped in, but I'm more than happy to be here and keen for the show. Thank you for the roping. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah. Um, my three lovely, lovely friends and housemates have very kindly volunteered to be the first wonderful, wonderful actors. Um, actually, our other housemate has just messaged us. Um, you're doing very well. Um, thank you. Shout out to Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you so much for listening today and to all our other wonderful listeners out there. Um, I'm sure you're very excited for the first episode of On Air on Moroni. Um, alrighty then. So today we've got a script. It's called Bike versus E-Scooter, the campus showdown. This will be interesting. It's a really emotive piece. I put a lot into this work. Um, it was really emotional. It was really um, kind of centered to my being, I'm going to say. I, I I think that I'm really connected to this. It, it's Canberra-based, so I feel like it's authentic to a lot of people here. Um, and hopefully you guys will all enjoy it. So there are three characters. There's Alex, there's Benny, and there is... I can never remember the last one because Sarah's name is Sarah and the female lead Sophie's name also <laughs> starts with an S. I should have just named it Sarah. Um, so we're going to be having Fergus cast as Alex, Finn cast as Benny the Bicycle and Sarah as Sophie. Yes, I remembered sir. the name. <laughs> um, just make sure you guys are close to the mic so we can hear your lovely voices while we are on air. And... I am going to turn around the script to you guys. 
I will be reading any stage prompts or directions. I will get it up on a third device because I only have two with me right now and I didn't think it through fast enough. So how are you guys feeling? Is the anticipation, is it just overwhelming? Chat to me about it while I get up the third script. Go for it. Given how you know emotionally taxing and um, true to your creative core this piece is, there's a lot of apprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do it justice. Yeah. Um, and I'm very excited to be playing opposite um, these brilliant actors. Obviously, I mean, I'm sure Finn will play a brilliant bicycle. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm ready to pull my heart and soul into it. Uh-huh. You know, I, I feel like I've never, never felt so much like a bicycle uh-huh. as I do right now. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I think Sophie's story really needs to be told. I think it needs to be out there. Um, so I hope people can resonate with that. I completely agree. And I'm really excited for you guys to meet these characters and really um, take them on as your own people and bring life to their characters, to their story, to their image. Um, I'm ready to roll. Uh, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Um, that was a really good closeness to the mic Finn that was a really great um, position to be in so if everybody could just be close to their mics kind of make out with your mic it's kind of cute it's romantic Um, romantic here at Warroni Radio so (laughs) here is one script here is another script the third script is on my phone to set the scene we're at a university campus in Canberra Whether or not this is the campus we are currently situated upon is up to imagination at this point. The sound of students chatting and walking can be heard in the background, as you can all hear. And there's a bike named Benny. He stands proudly near the bike rack. His bike owner, Alex, is a university student and approaches him. Hey there, Benny. Ready for another day of campus adventures? Oh, you know me, Alex. Just another day of dodging thieves and outrunning those pesky (laughs) e-scooters. Yeah, those e-scooters are taking over. But don't worry, Benny. You're my trusty steed. And together, we'll show them who's boss. That's the spirit. We've been through rain, wind, and that one time you accidentally rode me into a tree. But we've always come out on top. Hey, that tree came out of nowhere. Anyway, speaking of coming out on top, did you hear about the recent bike thefts on campus? Oh, you mean the daily exercise of getting locked up and escaping? Yeah, I've heard about it. Just another reason why they call me Benny the Breakout Bike. (laughs) You're a real legend, Benny. But seriously, it's getting ridiculous. They should put up a sign, free bikes, just add bolt cutters. Well, how about bikes for rent? Take one, leave one, or just leave with one. (laughs) Perfect. And you, my friend, are the star of the show. But let's not forget those e-scooters. They're like our arch nemesis, zooming around campus like they own the place. Oh, come on, Alex. Let's give them some credit. After all, they're just trying to catch up with my classic charm and timeless style. (laughs) Classic charm, huh? I guess that explains the rusty spokes and vintage squeaky brakes. Hey, now, those squeaky brakes add character. And they're my secret weapon against those e-scooters. No one can escape the sound of impending bike domination. (laughs) You're right, Benny. Your squeaky brakes strike fear into the hearts of even the bravest scooter riders. Let's make a deal. You keep guarding the bike rack, and I promise to oil those brakes soon. Just have to head to class. Deal, partner. And remember, when you're ready to ride, just give my handlebars a loving pat. I'll be ready to take you on another unforgettable ride. Alex turns around to go to class, but bumps into somebody unexpectedly. Oh, it's like the tree all over again. 
Alex stands up to find Sophie, the girl he has a crush on, standing up and brushing dust off her skirt. Oh, Sophie, I, I didn't see you there. I'm, I'm so sorry. That's, o- that's all right, Alex. <clears throat> yes, Alex? Oh, of course. Sophie, let me introduce you to my faithful companion here. This is Benny, the bike. Benny made Sophie. Oh, hi, Benny. Nice to meet you. I guess... Why are you introducing me to a bike? Benny's practically a member of the family. He's seen me through thick and thin on this campus. <laughs> Wait, did the bike just make a noise? Oh, don't mind Benny. He is quite the personality. Benny, meet Sophie, the e-scooter enthusiast. Ah, an e-scooter enthusiast, huh? Well, don't worry, Sophie. I won't hold it against you. This is unreal. Did the bike just talk to me? (laughs) Benny's full of surprises. But speaking of surprises, I have a confession. I was actually headed to class before you showed up. Oh, so am I interrupting something important here? Not at all. In fact, I think this unexpected encounter has turned out to be the highlight of the day. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm still here, you know. (laughs) Sorry, Benny. Didn't mean to leave you out. So... You and Alex are quite the duo, huh? Oh, you have no idea. We've navigated rainstorms, dodged scooter races, even had a picnic or two in the campus park. (sighs) Benny's got quite the imagination. But I must admit, he is always up for adventure. Well, it sounds like you two are quite the team. But let's not forget, I'm here to show Alex the wonders of e-scooters. E-scooters, huh? Just remember, Sophie, there's nothing quite like the feeling of the open road under your wheels. Benny's a loyal advocate of the bike life, as you can tell. I can see that, but who knows? Maybe I'll convince Alex to join the e-scooter side after all. Oh, the horror, a betrayal of the bike brotherhood. <laughs> Don't worry, Benny. You'll always be my number one mode of transportation. But hey, speaking of scooters, I really should head to class before I'm officially late. It was great running into you, Alex. And Benny, thanks for the memorable introduction. Anytime, Sophie. Just remember, if you ever want a ride that comes with a side of character-building squeaks, I'm your bike. All right, Benny, let's head to class. But don't worry, we'll have plenty more bike scooter debates later. Can't wait for the next round. Have a great class, you two. Alex and Sophie walk away, laughing, chatting, leaving Benny to watch them with a content smile. Ah. We now enter scene two, a bustling university campus in Canberra, Australia. The chatter of students and the distant hum of e-scooters fills the air. Benny, a weathered but proud bike, stands sentinel near a bike rack. Alex, a laid-back university student, strolls over once again. Hey, Benny, what a wild day I had tackling the world of academia. G'day, mate. Boy, don't I know it. Just another day of dodging thieves, outrunning e-scooters and soaking in the scenic Australian sunshine. You're not just a bike, Benny. You're my two-wheeled Aussie adventure companion. You bet. We've taken on the treacherous hills of Black Mountain and survived the epic dust storms that turned me into the Outback's latest art installation. Ah, yes, the famous rusty red bike sculpture. You really captured the essence of Canberra's climate. Alex starts to fiddle with Benny's bike log. (laughs) But it isn't coming undone. He tries to remain calm. Benny does not notice. It's all part of my artistic expression. Speaking of expression, 
Did you hear about those recent bike thefts on campus? Oh, absolutely. It's like they're running an underground bike sharing program. Unchain a bike, chain a friendship. <laughs> or maybe Bike Liberation Front, stealing your ride for a spin. <laughs> I can say the headlines now. Benny the Bike, master of escapes, defender of owners. And don't forget my sidekick, Alex, the cunning campus detective, hot on the trail of missing bikes. Detective, huh? More like Bike Spectre Gadget. <laughs> All right, all right. You got me there. But let's not forget our rivals, the e-scooters. These speedy scooters think they're so sophisticated, zipping around like they're on a mission from the Prime Minister himself. Mission Scoot Impossible, infiltrating campuses one scoop at a time. And there's us, Benny, the dynamic duo, protecting the bike rack from scooter invasion. True blue Aussies, defending our territory one rusty pedal at a time. Well, Benny, as they say, when life gives you stolen bikes, make a comedic radio play about it. (laughs) Well, at least make sure you have a lock that's tougher to crack than the Australian slang code. Right on, Benny, right on, mate. Speaking of tough locks, I can't get this bike lock open. I'm going to have to head home and grab some tools. Oh, that's all right, Alex. But what about work? You won't get there in time. Oh, shoot. Benny, you're right. I'm going to have to find another way there. Maybe if I run, I'll make it. Are you sure you'll be all right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you go. I'll, I'll be here standing tall, protecting our piece of Canberra paradise. You're the best, Benny. Just, just remember, when the going gets tough, the tough get peddling. Oh, that's all right, Alex. But what about work? You won't get there in time. <laughs> oh, shoot, Danny, you're right. I'm going to have to find another way there. <laughs> Maybe if you... <laughs> I'll make it. Are you sure you'll be all right? Yeah, 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 you go. I'll be here, standing tall, protecting our piece of Canberra paradise. <laughs> you're the best, Benny. Just remember, man. As I always say, when the going gets tough, the tough get peddling. Alex starts well, what about work? <laughs> <laughs> As Alex starts to head off, Sophie arrives on her e-scooter, a wide smile on her face. Hey, Alex, need a lift to work? Oh, Sophie. Oh, my, you're a lifesaver. Benny, looks like I've got an alternative mode of transportation for today. I, I suppose it's the practical choice. Just, just promise me, Alex, you'll, you'll come back to me after work. Of course, Benny. You'll always be my first choice. Sorry to come between you two. Hop on, Alex. We've got a job to get to. Thanks, Sophie. And don't worry, Benny. I'll be back soon. Benny watches as Alex and Sophie speed away on the e-scooter, a mix of envy and understanding in his metaphorical eyes. Well, I suppose even the best of us need a little assistance from time to time. Scene fades as Benny stands alone, continuing to guard the bike rack on campus. We enter scene three, a lively university campus in Canberra, Australia. The buzz of student conversation and the hum of e-scooter continues to fill the air. Benny, a slightly weathered yet dependable bike, stands confidently at a bike rack. Alex, a resourceful university student, approaches. Hey there, Benny. Ready for another day of campus chaos? Oh, you know it, Alex. Just another day of avoiding those who want to borrow me without permission and racing against the e-scooter speedsters. How was your ride yesterday? The bustling... Mm? And we continue the script as it has not been edited correctly. <laughs> oh, it was, it was surprisingly good. I made it to work early thanks to Sophie's trusty e-scooter. In fact, we had some time to chat and get to know each other better. Is that so? It sounds like you had quite the productive... Ugh, quite the productive day then. Yeah, we talked about our interests, shared some laughs, and, 
Well, <laughs> I asked her out on a date. That's fantastic, Alex. I'm genuinely happy for you. It's about time you made a move. Thanks, Benny. I couldn't have done it without your, well, uh, support. You've always been there for me. Oh, I see how it is. You find yourself an e-scooter enthusiast and suddenly I'm old news. Come on, Benny. You know you'll always be my main mode of transportation. But I have to admit, Sophie's e-scooter did help me out yesterday. I, I understand, Alex. It's just... Well, I guess I felt a little left out standing here all alone. I'm sorry, Benny. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. You're still my buddy, no matter what. I know, Alex. I'm, I'm happy for you. Just promise me. If things work out between you and Sophie, you won't forget about our bike rides together. I promise, Benny. You and our bike rides will always hold a special place in my heart. Benny's mood lifts as he realises that despite the changing dynamics, his bond with Alex remains strong. Well then, partner, let's hit the campus with our usual gusto and show those e-scooters that we're a force to be reckoned with. You've got it, Benny. A united front against the e-scooter invasion. Alex leans down and finally unlocks Benny's bike lock with a few tools. Finally, we can go home. It must be a tough life being the coolest bike on campus, huh? Oh, someone's got to do it. But hey, speaking of tough, did you catch wind of those late night bike heists? Oh, yeah. It's like a competitive sport at this point. Bike theft Olympics, gold medal and quick getaways. Well, maybe they're just fans of the tour de thief. Peddling the victory on stolen wheels. Breaking chains and taking gains. The Canberra Caper Cyclists. You've got a knack for headlines, Alex. But let's not forget our challenges in this academic adventure. Those e-scooters. Those zippy little things. They're like flashy tourists in an Australian wildlife park. E-scooters. The kangaroos of the campus concrete jungle. <laughs> exactly. They're everywhere. Hopping around and causing chaos. Meanwhile, I'm like the koala of the bike rack. <laughs> Calmly observing the e-scooter spectacle from above. The wise old bike. Watching the scooter shenanigans unfold. But hey, we've got a secret weapon they can't match. My ability to carry a week's worth of groceries in your textbooks without breaking a sweat. Ah uh, yes, the eco-friendly, eco-friendly vehicle. Exactly! <laughs> and let's not forget my talent for providing free wind-in-your-hair therapy sessions. You're like the campus therapist on two wheels. Maybe you should start charging for your services. Benny's Bicycle Bliss. A ride to relieve your academic stress. We'd make a fortune. But for now, let's focus on our mission. Protecting you from potential bike bandits and scooter speed demons. You've got it, partner. I'm the guardian of the bike rack. And you're the defender of campus order. That's the spirit, Benny. Together, we'll keep the campus moving. One pedal stroke at a time. And who knows? Maybe one day they'll write a book about us. Benny and Alex, Tales of Triumph in the Canberra Chronicles. Well, if they do, I hope they include our epic battles against rusty locks and those pesky e-scooters. Of course they will. Because when it comes to campus capers, we're the unbeatable, unbreakable dream team. So how about this date, then? Scene fades as Benny and Alex share a determined smile, ready to take on the challenges of another day on campus. Benny and Alex head off together, their camaraderie restored and their shared determination to conquer the day Evident in their every pedal. Amazing work, ladies and gentlemen, lady and gentlemen. Um, can I ask, what? How did you feel reading your characters, bringing them to life? Like, what do you think your characters are feeling in the moment of this script? I'd really like you to give us a bit of character analysis. 
and see how you're feeling. Sophie, would you like to go first? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> I would. Um, I think there's a lot of perplex that comes with Sophie's character yeah. in terms of meeting Benny. And I think she's trying to negotiate her interest in Alex at the same time. Mm. So I think you can understand the anxiety that's unfolding between yeah. those two things. Definitely. Um, I think that comes across, but she still plays it cool. You yeah. know, she's very on board I, with the I'd whole. I admire that about Sophie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's she's chill. She's with it. Mm. She accepts it. Um, and I think that's really awesome. But I do think the true romance is Benny and Alex. I don't think. Mm. I think that is. Yeah. yeah. Is the kind of inevitable conclusion of this is that, you know, really it's it's all Benny and Alex. Right? It is. Yeah. Benny and Alex. Yeah. Together forever. Yeah. Together forever. Mm. I don't think. I don't think. You know. There may be a, a short term fling with Sophie, but mm. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna break them up. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of their relationship, you know? Like it, it extends far beyond the, the practical. There's so much more than just, you know, some some rubber and some metal. Yeah. Um, something you ride once a day. Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> bit of fun. Bit of fun. It's it's a lot more than that. Get you going. Yeah. Even though those are helpful things. Th yeah. That helps, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, you know, being the eco-friendly, eco-friendly vehicle um, to, <laughs> oh. to, to to Alex's groceries, it just, yeah. I, I, I could feel the chemistry while I was reading that for the first time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It was really coming across in your delivery and I, I really appreciate that because, as I said, they're quite dear to my heart, these characters. I, I spent a lot of time curating them. And their story, as you could tell, within the script writing. And <laughs> <laughs> once you came up with the characters, the whole thing just kind of it just, unfolded yeah. organically. It, it, itself. it really did. I've got a question for you, Finn, playing Benny. Mm. Um, I don't know if you know much about bikes, but what bike do you imagine Benny to be? Oh, good question. question. What does he look like if he can carry a week's worth of groceries and <laughs> textbooks better than an e-scooter? I think... I think he's probably, you know, the kind of well-loved, oh, well-loved but maybe not so well-looked after bike that's mm. it's got a milk crate on the back. He's a mm. little bit rusty, but, you know, he still, he still does the job. Yeah. Without complaint. Mm -hmm. Gets you where you're going. Carries your shit, you know. Yeah. You know how it is. Yeah, definitely. Probably blue. I, get, I just get blue vibes from it. Benny the blue bike. Benny the oh. Is it the alliteration or yeah. is it? Probably that. That's, yeah. That's where I was going maybe. Yeah. I have to ask, do any of you cycle yourselves? Do you have bikes? Yes. Ha have you frequented a cycle in your time? Yes. I have currently a disassembled bike in our shared garage that means that we can't park our car in it. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, I, I got a flat in the front tube and uh. just like the, the much loved but not much cared for um, bike. Like mm. me, which I can understand if that was your character inspiration. Um, <laughs> I have no idea to what you refer. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, do, do you feel the kind of bond with your bikes that, Alex feels with Benny. Do you find that that is um, unique to the Cambrai experience? Sarah, you're you're from Sydney. I am. Um, and I visiting am. at the present time. Yes. Um, and I was just curious, do you feel that that relationship is unique to Canberra from a visitor's perspective? I would say for sure, definitely. 
Um, I think in childhood, we all have a reasonable affection for our bike. Mm. But in Canberra, that childlike affection has carried over Mm. in adult years, I've seen. Mm. And people really take to personalising their bikes, going for it. Mm. Me, not so much, not so much. Interesting. Mm. Do you think that's due to the nature of the Sydney public transport system? Heck yeah. Mm. Heck yeah. It gets you places. Mm, Just Mm. like Benny. Well, I mean, (laughs) 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 yes. Yes. Mm. Yes, it does. But I also think Canberra, the city, lends itself to Benny. Yeah. I I would agree with that. It helps Benny. There are Bennies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Kind of an additional note, where do you guys feel in the story your character is receiving the most character development? Obviously, I feel I feel Benny goes through quite a roller coaster of emotions. I, I'd like to argue that he is perhaps the protagonist of this play. Mm. I know that it's quite difficult um, to identify the protagonist between Alex and Benny because it really feels like Alex's story is driving the plot of the play. But... Where do you guys feel your characters really like reach their peak moment of character development and where you think we see what their true motives and intentions and feelings are in the script? Fergus, if you wouldn't mind going first with Alex. Yeah, of course. It's it's a great question, Kate. And I can tell that you've given it a lot of thought. Mm. I think for Alex in particular, um, it's that moment where he's presented with that choice between, between, you know, this this short-term romance with Sophie and this long-term engagement with uh with benny mm. and you realize that alex brings this third option which is to recognize the beauty of the ongoing you know platonic semi-romantic relationship with benny and that there's room in his heart for enough love for sophie as well mm. um and at that if i could just sorry, oh come please. In, I, yeah. I i like to imagine that you know maybe maybe in a week's time when when alex has gotten to know sophie a little bit better maybe they'll be riding benny together I think that would just bring it home. I have to say, um, we got this wonderful comment from our beautiful producer about halfway through the script, which you guys may not have noticed. Um, And it is is that Benny, at at some point in the script, he's he's a tricycle, really. He's the third wheel of that relationship. And thank you, Kiva, for that wonderful... uh, I have to say, the creative genius that went behind that was it really, like, it it hit home. Like I really felt that. Um, And do you feel like they could tricycle together? They could be the three wheels of that machine and they could really help like that combined relationship thrive. mm, They've got to give it a try. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) 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 Um, Sarah, can I ask, do you think Sophie could leave behind her love of e-scooters? Yeah, and see, I'm really glad you asked me this question, Kate. Yeah. Because when you were saying the things you were saying prior, um, (laughs) I was sitting there and I was going, I have to hold my tongue because I don't know if if my dear Soph would Mm -hmm. be happy with a tricycle. Yeah. And when you were asking what's the peak of her, what's the peak of her character development, she Mm. got Alex on that e-scooter. Yeah. He hopped right on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it will take a lot of bonding between Benny and Sophie to see that happen. I think there might be the occasional e-scooter trip, but yeah. I just don't know. I think that's something we can explore later on. Yeah. Something to unpack. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And Finn, I feel like 
you know, Benny's journey really, as I was saying before, is quite crucial. I'd say the, the key drive to so this script. So really those moments of tenderness. In yeah. Between, in between the dialogue where, where Benny's a little bit introspective. Yeah. You know, he's, he's thinking about really his relationship with Alex and, and how that's changing. And mm. Yeah, I, I think that is the really the emotional core of the story. Yeah. D- did you find that the obviously d- due to the nature of a radio play, you guys, you the audience isn't able to see the nuance of the acting that you gave me here in studio today Thank with God. your facial ex- <laughs> <laughs> with your facial expressions, with your it, just emotion towards each other and the interactions that I was able to see. Did you feel that the stage directions aided in your characterization of Benny and your ability to really enhance those introspective moments that you talk about right now? I think they certainly did. Mm. You know, I think... (laughs) (laughs) Please continue. Thank you. (laughs) So I think I'd like to say that, um, yes. (laughs) And... And, and, mm, yeah, mm, and I, definitely, yeah, definitely. I, I really feel like that was I, quite Benny of mm, you, really, yeah. the introspective just, nature of that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do feel like, like the stage directions gave me direction, you know? Yeah. Um, the st- and they, they kind d- of, <laughs> yeah, they, mm, yeah. The stage directions directed you. They did. Mm. They certainly did. Mm. I think they served Alex well. As because he was yeah. resourceful, a resourceful student. He was a <laughs> academic yeah. student, and I was like, "Wow, Alex, do be yeah. a catch." Yeah, <laughs> like it helped with your with your Sophie. I'd exactly. argue, yeah. yeah, because he was these multiple things, one after the other, mm. Monday through to Friday. Yeah, I was here for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. yeah, for sure. Um, on that note, do do it, this is the time of the show where. You guys have the chance to ask me questions in the composition of the script. If you have any um, curiosities, some quandaries, some queries, some other words that mean the same thing as those. Start with Inquisitions. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. The inquisitive hour of, but it's not an hour. It's in fact less than half an hour. The inquisitive less than half hour of the show (laughs) left. (laughs) Um, what, What are you wondering? What's it like? Like the process of writing with, like genuinely, like what's it like to write with AI? Like how do you find, how do you find the right prompts? Mm. How do you edit? So for this particular show, the way that I um, composed the script Mm. was I asked a friend of mine, in fact, she's in studio with us today, it was Sarah, um, to tell me what she thought in a sentence or so was key to the Canberra experience. And I received this information about bikes and e-scooters and how from a Sydney Cider perspective that's quite unique to the ANU college life not just college but campus life and how that really helped her define the experience of Canberra. From there I I plugged in a a script when I originally thought we'd have two actors um, which created the Alex Benny relationship. Now from there, I obviously had to prompt. There was a bit of uh, like, lack, there was a lack of authenticity to their character originally. I won't lie. And I think that's the nature and the um, product of AI itself, because obviously there's, there's 
just this, this real connection that you feel in human dialogue. And I was really trying to bring that out with every edit of, of the script, with every edition. And I thought, you know what I feel here when I first read it? What I feel is there's a really strong bond between these two characters. And I was wondering what it would be like if we had the challenge of somebody coming in with the e-scooter love. Mm. I think that Benny is so reliant and I think I think that it's really seen in his dialogue and repetition of, of trying to shame the e-scooter. I think that there's a lot of insecurity yeah. we can see there um, for him and his relationship to Alex in particular. And I think that he's kind of stressed about this modernization, this concept of being replaced. And I think that really that's just at the core of the university experience, that, that, that fear, that, that, that stress of, of just not, not necessarily being good enough for your peers. And I think that really the, the play is a metaphor for the experience of being in your 20s and having of um yeah of that life it's a really powerful metaphor you know because <laughs> benny is a character who's never stable you know he's at risk of getting either replaced or stolen as you said like yeah it's i think you know, i mean you laugh but i think it's powerful like it's moving and now that you've given it that now, now that i understand that that intention the I, nuance yeah the nuance really, yeah. really a metaphor for for humanity yeah and yeah. you know yeah with these new AI tools and, and maybe we're all going to get replaced. Mm. Yeah, well, definitely. Maybe def- we're all yeah. a bit like Benny. Maybe we are all a bit there's like Benny. A bit of Benny in all of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's a really good point, Finn, actually. Like this, it's, it, there's a kind of metatextuality to it almost. You yes. Know? Like we're talking about <laughs> AI <laughs> supplanting the writing process. Yes. The e-scooter supplants transportation, which, you know, if you look historically, right, that's, that's how mm. these things happen, you know industrial revolution transport was one of the massive things that was revolutionized you know trains hey um trains hey yeah imagine if we had a benny you know benny the horse um or henry the horse to be replaced by a train um (laughs) food for thought imagine that a henry the horse replaced by a train how do you feel sarah I feel like this could be like a theme with the AI generative mm. like play because like you're right like Soph represents you know the e-scooter kind of takeover moment mm. um, and that like temptation which Alex and Benny avoided I think quite mm. well um, but that like dichotomy that you've presented yeah maybe that can relate to your AI creative piece and I didn't realize you put a script in first. I thought you would have written a prompt. I did. Yeah. I did write a prompt and then I got a script and, then you and got I script. edited it as I went. So do we, should we guess now what the Well, I was going to bits are. Uh, like, we we are getting to that Finn, but thank mm. you for bringing it up. Um <laughs> 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 Thanks very much for that. You're very welcome. Um <laughs> but just just to build on what you were saying, Sarah. Do you feel that there's an inherent gender um commentary in the script? Obviously, Betty and Alex prefer to stick to traditional ways of being mm. and functioning. Whereas, so f- she, she is kind of characterized as the villain. Yes. I'd argue, which I think um, is commonly seen in the side of women in um, all forms of media, really. 
um, especially plays and literature. Um, it's a big thing that I study um, at university, in fact. And I'm just wondering if you feel that there is that social and gender commentary in the play and, and why AI decided to characterise Betty the bike as a Benny. I think it speaks to AI and the femininity of that. Mm. Like you see Siri and you see all these AI generative voices and they're feminine voices. Yeah. And it's all about directing people and telling them what to do and how they live their lives. And we have the traditionalists over here, but yet AI is going to take over. Yeah. And we connote her as female. Mm. Mm. I think that's really interesting. Do you guys have any comments from the male perspective? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. Um, As Finn is so eager to ask which bits I wrote and which bits were by AI, um, I think that the best way that I see this happening with the script, because it's quite a long script, is find the line that you you enjoyed the most first. Have a I'll, I'll have a have a quick run through. I'll okay. I'll uh, I'll babble while you while you look at the script, um, because I I think that there were definitely. The, the great thing with AI is, is that I can get a script generated and really you'll never know if I wrote it or not. Because <laughs> um, for all you know, this this very beautiful, wonderfully um, worded play could just be my writing style and boy, wouldn't I be proud of it. Um, or I could have written none of it and we wouldn't really know. But obviously I would like to admit to some level of authenticity. I have added elements of the script. I have also changed elements they did give me original prompts and I have changed them one of the things that I tried to keep in was they came up with some great slogans some great one-liners um I think that was really powerful to the AI generation um and and quite a quite a comment on the ability to come up with powerful one-liners I'm sure we've all used AI at one point or another for a cover letter or some kind of inspiration inspiration obviously we don't put it into our university work but inspire wording for university work i particularly like bike specter gadget bike specter gadget I think it just works on so many levels i do know? agree like, uh, the I, bike and then the inspector yes at the same time <laughs> I, I think that's i think that's it's it's truly a a testament to the capabilities of, mm. of ai you mm. know and not not to not to ignore either the the double meaning of spectre and spectre, the ghost. Oh shit! Yeah. Yes, the, the bike yeah. ghost gadget um, that we all know and love. But it, yeah, it, it, it's got those those negative haunting connotations, which I think again ties back to the theme of the supplanting of the creative process. Yes. By, by AI. Yes. Beautiful. How eerie that is. Yeah, I'm really loving this close reading um, of the script. I really appreciate it, guys, coming in just just really dedicated to the creative um, process of um, the show. Um, so any other specific one-liners that we were big fans of or that we, if, that we really enjoyed presenting, really, reading out? Was there one that you went, that gave me a giggle? I thought, I thought the repetition of the bit that I'm trying to find was really clever. Was mm. the main mode of transportation. <laughs> the main mode of transport. I think keeping it, it in was good. Mm. I thought that was fab. I like produced a lot of chuckles. Yeah. That really emphasized the yeah. relationship. Mm. I have a question for you, Kate. Yes. My favorite line, I want to know if you wrote this. Mm. It's, 
Alex turns around to go to class but bumps into someone unexpectedly and Benny laughs and goes, it's just like the tree all over again. That's my favourite line. Did you... I did write that one. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. I I love it. I love it. In fact, I did... I was given an alternative by AI. Oh, were you? For that line. And I'd like your opinion Mm. as to... I will say yours is better. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I, one of you boys, could you tell me, boys, men, gentlemen, could you please tell me one of your favourite lines while I try and find this specific line to tell you all? Uh, particularly the salient one uh, that comes to mind is breaking chains and making gains. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, felt like I was a villain in like a Rambo movie. I don't know. I haven't seen the Rambo movies, but I assume that they'd say <laughs> things like that. Mm. Yeah. Canberra caper cyclists. Yeah. yeah. The triple C. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. I have found the line. So originally it goes, Alex turns around to class to go to class, but bumps into somebody unexpectedly. Benny laughs and goes, watch out, Alex. You're turning collisions into an art form. Oh, <laughs> so I stand by my original point. Yeah, do we prefer the, the authentically yeah. written line? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Do you want to point us in any other authentically written lines? In any other authentically written lines. I would like you to guess one more. Okay. There are also authentic stage directions, which I think Ooh. add a lot. Fascinating. Mm. There are also authentic double coffees and pastes um, <laughs> uh, that, that may or may not have made their way into the script at some point. <laughs> I think the, the writing process is quite fun with AI. I think that one of the things that can be slightly challenging is, is coming up with a concept, and I think that AI aids in that um, and also creates quite chuckle-worthy pieces. And I think that one of, and I actually in in a moment, I might get you to read out my initial draft of the very first um, tester I did for the show, as it is the the pilot episode, episode one. Um, And it was was a play called Love's Quantum Quandary. Now, I read this out to Fergus and Finn at home, but um, Sarah has actually not seen it. No, I haven't. So I might actually ask Sarah... If you'd be willing to read the lines of Amy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Fergus, would you be willing to read the lines, I believe, of Jack, I think is the name. Um, I and I am going to um, disclaim that this is actually, I'm actually going to. Um, <laughs> I am going to cut this bit. Gusp, gusp, a bit of editing on site. And I am going to disclaim that this is the initial AI generated script. This is, this is unedited. Wow. Okay. Um, So I just do need to disclaim that. Mm. But to give you all a bit of insight on what I receive on first go. So for this particular script, I'll let you know what I plugged in. For Love's Quantum Quandary, I, um, I plugged in. Should we hear that at the end, maybe? Oh, Ooh. yes, and perhaps guess. Twist things up perhaps bit. guess what I plugged in to receive this script. Alrighty, so we've got 
Amy, who's an outgoing and witty engineering student with a penchant for problem solving, who tinkers with a complex gadget awaiting her boyfriend, Jack. Do you want to read the stage directions as well? Yes, I do. <laughs> and let me get them up on my phone. <laughs> ba, 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 bum. Awaiting her boyfriend, Jack. Jack, you look like you've seen a ghost. What's got your circuits all tangled up? It's us, Amy. We need to talk. Oh, we're doing the talk? Are you breaking up with me? Or is this about your programming skills needing a serious upgrade? It's about us. We've been drifting apart lately. I feel like our relationship is turning into a constant troubleshooting session. Jack, we're engineering students. Problem solving is what we do. <laughs> but it's not just that. I feel like we've lost our connection. Like, two resistors in parallel with no common ground. Oh, now you're using electrical analogies to describe our relationship. <laughs> That's cute. I, I didn't mean it like that. It's just, I think we're different, Amy. Opposites, like two incompatible software programs running on the same system. Jack, relationships don't always have to be a perfectly synced binary. We can have our differences and still work together. I know, but lately, I, it feels like you're always charging ahead while I'm lagging behind, trying to keep up. I guess I've been so focused on reaching our engineering goals that I've overlooked your feelings. I'm sorry, Jack. And I haven't been open about how I feel either. I've been bottling it up, like compressing data without proper error handling. Okay, <laughs> that was a good analogy. But seriously, we need to find a solution. You mean... We can work this out? Of course! We're engineering students, remember? We can apply the same problem-solving principles to our relationship. How do you suggest we do that? Let's run a debug session on our relationship. Identify the bugs, fix the glitches, and optimise our communication. That sounds like a plan. But can we add a touch of spontaneity, like a debugging dance party? <laughs> You're speaking my language now. Debugging dance party it is. They dance goofily in the lab, bonding over their shared love for engineering and finding joy in each other's quirks. We're going to end it there. There is an addition to that, but we will end the script there. Um, I'd like to, as knowing that that is the authentically written AI script, how do you feel about that? Chuckle is the word that comes to mind. Chuckle. chuckle. Like, yes. It's just like a oh, feeling chuckle. Just the feeling, just the feeling chuckle. Um, yeah. Mm. I loved it. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, banging. I, so, to, uh, to, first of all, I would like to ask, what do you think I plugged in to get that radio play? It was one sentence. Engineering romance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyone else? Romance with with, <laughs> with engineering <laughs> connotations that they have a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Finn. Engineering romance. Mm. <laughs> so just two words. <laughs> so just two words. Just two words. Um, so what I plugged in was create a radio play script considering the following criteria. Two characters 
Australian University. Dramatic breakup. Engineering students. Comedy. Interesting. Mm. So you really have to get into like the nuts and bolts of like what you want it to do. Yeah. Had you played around with it before and like realized those are the criteria? Like what was the process of getting to that prompt? So I had, um, which was seen in my very first attempt, which was a, and I actually haven't read this in a really long time. Um, Oh, and now I'm reading it and we're seeing lots of things. Originally, I thought, oh, well, how am I going to create something? So first of all, I know that it needs to be a radio play because that's the nature of the show. I know that I want it to be related to university students because of the nature of our audience. And I was thinking of different ideas that could make it interesting to our audience. So my very, very, very first one was a fifth was write a 15 minute long radio play AI does very bad with length and time limits yeah. just so everybody knows um, about two university students learning how to use a radio station and its equipment make it comedic character names Fred and Philip don't ask why I put that in <laughs> I just decided it was um, Finn may I have you read with me Perhaps. Which section would this be? Well, I'm just going to paste it in because it actually hasn't made its way to any form of document right. on account of the fact that I have not right read it. I have just looked through it and the comment that I made to make the adjustment of that specific play was make it more realistic and less cringy. So get excited, <laughs> guys. Um, Finn, if you can just scroll to the very top of the document, I will paste it in there. Oh, if I can get to it. All right. And actually, Finn and Fergus, would you mind doing that? As there is a narrator in this particular play, despite me saying two (laughs) characters to AI. All right. So sound of a busy university campus fades in. Welcome, dear listeners, to the bustling world of Hilldale University. Today, we join two ambitious students, Fred and Philip, as they embark on a comedical, on a comical journey to learn how to run their very own radio station. Will they succeed or sink in a sea of static? Let's find out. The scene opens in a radio station control room. The room is filled with knob switches and blinking lights. Philip, this is it. Our chance to become the coolest radio jockeys on campus. Yeah, Fred, but all this equipment looks like a spaceship's control panel. Where do we even start? Fear not, Philip. I've watched tons of YouTube tutorials. Let's begin by turning on the microphone. Both Fred and Philip try to turn on the microphone, but it makes a loud feedback sound. (laughs) Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Yikes! That's not a good start! Don't worry, it's all part of the learning process. Let's try again. And I think we might end it there. (laughs) Thank you guys. As you can see, we can be... It can be a bit odd, a bit cringy. And so we are going to alter it as the weeks progress. I'd like to thank you guys for coming in today because I have just been told that we need to wrap up, Um, (laughs) which is why I stopped. Um, Yes, definitely. Thank you. Um, So I realized thank you guys for coming in today. Thank you for your wonderful acting abilities. We really appreciated it. Um, I hope you had fun. Did you enjoy the experience of being on air? 
Absolutely. Thank you very much, Kate. All right. Wonderful. Well, I hope you all have a lovely day. Um, Everybody stay safe, stay healthy, stay well, and we'll see you next week.